When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. A friend is someone that can still help you even when they can't be there in person. Like with the friendly new Bank of Ireland third level current account. With it, you get a debit card that's biosourced and actually made from 82% corn. How cool is that? And you can also partner it up with your phone to use Apple Pay to buy things, even if you don't have your card on you. You can apply for your friendly new third-level current account in just six minutes at bankofireland.com forward slash student. Terms and conditions apply. Bank of Ireland is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Watch the sport you love this November with the Now TV Sky Sports and Sports Extra Pass, now half price for three months. See up all four days of the Masters on Sky Sports. What is and get stuck into exclusive live rugby on Premier Sports with the Autumn International. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. Get your sports on your turn with Now TV. Half price for three months. 18 plus, streamed by internet. Offer ends 30 November. Standard pricing after three months. Terms apply. Crystal Myers, makers of Ipana, toothpaste for the smile of beauty, and Minute Rub, the modern chest rub, bring you the Alan Young Show. <laughs> Friday night, and time to visit that little white cottage in Van Nuys, California, where we find the star of our show, that young man who is young today and young forever, Alan Young! (laughs) Well, it's getting toward the end of the month, and as usual, Alan is worried about the same old thing. I wonder how much money I have. Let's see now, I look in my pockets. That's one... That's two, three, four. Oh, and here's another one. Five. That makes five pockets altogether. <laughs> and they're all empty, too. If I only get that hand actor Jonathan to pay me some rent for living here, I wouldn't be broke all the time. All he does is stay in his room and recite Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I'm going in right now and ask him for some money. Mm. A horse, a horse, me kingdom for a horse. Give me another horse, I'm battered and torn. A horse, my kingdom, for a horse. <laughs> Jonathan, you reciting Shakespeare again? No, my lad. I just returned from Santa Anita. Oh. <laughs> Betting on horses when you owe me $50. You've been living in this house for three months and you haven't given me any money. Money, my lad, is the root of all evil. Let me quote that ancient proverb to you. Spend with caution, spend with care, and soon you'll be a millionaire. Do you know what ancient poet said that? Jack Ben? <laughs> Look, when are you going to give me some rent money, Jonathan? Oh, me lad, you should be honored with me mere presence. Uh-huh. You know, there was a time when Jonathan Mildew was famous and wealthy. But you know what happens, me boy? Easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. How can easy come and go when Richard won't open the door? <laughs> Look, Jonathan, I've got to have some money. I haven't been able to take Dolores out for over a week. Well, me lad, I'd give you the money if I had it, but I haven't got it. Would you turn the great Jonathan Mildew out of your house? 
Would you throw him out into the gutter to lie there in the midst of yesterday's debris? Now, Thomas, please. Oh, go ahead, Miller. Go ahead. Break the noble heart. Take the roof from over the head and toss me out into the snow. Go ahead. Toss me out into the snow. Jonathan, you can stay, but please stop crying. Okay. <laughs> Look, Jonathan, I hate to keep pestering you for money, but I can't take Dolores out anymore. I'm, I'm always broke. Oh, so what, me boy? Oh, Hubert Upton takes her every place. He's always impressing her with his money. Again with money. In the words of Julius Caesar, jocula presidium divisia pluribus est brevis. English translation, if you ain't got no dough, you're nothing but a schmo. <laughs> He certainly knows what he's talking about. Just because Hubert has all that money. Oh, I'll get it, Jonathan. Hello. Oh, is this the First National Bank? <laughs> first National Bank? Hubert, this is Alan Young. Oh, I got a wrong number. I was calling the First National Bank. I wanted to give them their allowance for the week. <laughs> Stop being ridiculous, Hubert. Where, where are you calling from? Well, Alan, I'm calling from a phone booth, and this call costs $50,000. $50,000 for one phone call? Well, I didn't have any nickels, so I bought the drugstore. <laughs> you bought the whole drugstore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the strangest thing happened when I was sitting at the fountain. Right on the menu it said, Sweetheart's Delight. Well, what's so strange about that, Hubert? Well, Alan, how did they know that I was coming here? <laughs> Never mind that. What did you call me about, anyway? Well, Alan, I just called up to tell you that I'm on my way to Dolores Darling's office. Huh? Suppose you're taking Dolores out to some fancy place tonight? Yeah, yeah, but, but first we get her in the right mood. We're going to listen to some classical records. Oh. In fact, I did have them out to be washed. You sent your classical records out to be washed? Yes, I wanted somebody to scrub my box. <laughs> oh, that was a musical one, yeah. Take Dolores out, but she'll still like me better than you. Oh, not after tonight, Alan. I'm taking her to the most exclusive nightclubs in town. But first, we're going to the Macambo, then over to Ciro's, and then we're going dancing at the Palladium. <laughs> the Palladium? I suppose you're going to do the waltz and fluke swoop? <laughs> no, no, Alan. Dolores and I are going to rumba. Oh, I was just born to rumba, Alan. Uh, I like to rumba myself, Hubert. I like the way you throw your hips out. I never throw mine out, Alan. Well, Hubert, when you do the rumba, you're bound to throw your hips out. Mine have no better place to go. <laughs> How do you like that, Jonathan? Hubert's taking Dolores out to all the fancy nightclubs tonight. Well, you can't trust any woman, my lad. Women are treacherous creatures. Mm. They trick you into marriage. And that, my lad, is like going to the movies. Marriage is like going to the movies? Yes. We offer them the best years of our lives, and in return, they give us the razor edge. <laughs> and then they present you with a yearling. <laughs> but I, I guess I can't really blame Dolores for going out with Hubert. He's so rich and influential. Well, forget about it, me lad. Forget your worries. Come, let's put on the radio and relax. Uh, the radio? Mm. Okay, Jonathan, I'll turn it on here. I hate you, do you hear? I can't stand you. I loathe you. I despise you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate everything about you. I never want to see you again. I hate you. I hate you. 
Me lad, what program is that? <laughs> Love comes to Sadie Jones. <laughs> I better change the station here. And now we present the Court of Missing Relatives, a program that locates the rightful heirs to estates and fortunes. Yeah, I've always liked this program. If any of you listeners are the rightful heirs of the following persons, come to the station at once and see Mr. Stanford. And now for our first case, the estate of the late Randolph Quagmire. When last seen, Randolph was standing in a safety zone on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> he must have been a tourist. <laughs> and now for our next case, the case of the late Angus McPherson. Angus McPherson? I had a great-grandfather in Scotland called Angus McPherson. Angus McPherson, born in Scotland, passed away 20 years ago. That must be him. Uh, quite a bit, let's listen. And so far, there have been no claimants for the McPherson fortune. McPherson fortune? Jonathan, I must be the only heir. Well, get over to the station at once, me lad, and claim the fortune. You're right, Jonathan. I'll go right over. What was the name of that man in charge again? Stanford. G.W. Stanford. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, there's Mr. Stanford's office right over there. I've got to prove I'm a real Scotchman. Pardon me. Are you Mr. Stanford? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a broad, bright, moonlit... Mix, mix. And what was that? It's a broad, bright, moonlit... Mix, mix. It's just who are you? The old lamplighter? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm Alan Young. I'm, um, I'm here to make gifts and fortune. <laughs> you see, I'm, I'm half Scotch. Well, I'm a bourbon man myself. <laughs> what can I do for you? Well, my great grandson. Well, I'll have to have some identification, young man. Some identification, okay. I, uh... <laughs> I brought along these bagpipes. See? Oh, is that what bagpipes look like? Goodness, if they were on a cow, they'd give milk. <laughs> yeah, but, but who's one in a bra? Moon lick, lick, the next, the next. Who's one? Now do you think I'm a real Scotsman? Well, I see you're wearing kilts. Well, I hope you'll pardon my skinny legs, but I come from the Bonnie Bonnie Banks. <laughs> the Bonnie Bonnie the Banks, I'm sorry, the Bonnie Bonnie <laughs> So, uh, you're really Scottish. Oh, I'm real Scottish. As a matter of fact, during the hall, I nearly went into the wrong room. I thought the sign on the door said laddies. And by the way, uh, what's that in front of your kill? Well, that's a Scotch purse. Goodness, you look like a fuller brush man wearing a sample at half mass. <laughs> Mr. Stanford, I'm very anxious about the McPherson fortune. I'm sure that I'm the rightful heir. Well, first I'll have to check the facts in the case. When did your grandfather arrive in this country? Well, he was a very young man. In fact, he was one of the pioneers of the West. Well, so far, so good. He was one of the original trailblazers. I have a picture of the wagon he came out west in. See, the roads were so bad, he had to use an extra team of horses. Hmm. Uh, let me see that picture. Hmm? Just look at that wagon. He's got horses in the front and horses in the back. Yeah. I think he called it the covered Stubaker. <laughs> yes. Well, there's no doubt about it. And this picture proves that you're Angus McPherson's rightful heir. Gee, well, what did my great-grandfather leave me? It's right here in his will. I'll read it to you. Yeah. To my rightful heirs, I, Angus McPherson, leave my most valuable possession, the Brown Derby. The Brown Derby? 
He left me the brown derby. They're quite a surprise, isn't it, young man? According to the terms of the will, you'll come into possession of the brown derby at ten o'clock tonight. Gee, at ten o'clock tonight, I'll be the owner of the brown derby. <laughs> Down in Santa Fe. Well, hello there, Alan. Hello. Say, you sound happy. Glad you came. Only a few more words. <laughs> I am, Jimmy. You're looking at the new owner of the Brown Derby. Well, Alan, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to make big changes. We have everything French style. You know, Alan, I like French cooking. Yeah, the frog's legs will all be served at Paris Garters. <laughs> well, that's an awful touch. Uh, may I have a table for two? Oh, certainly right this way, sir. May I suggest souffle au fromage? Potatoes a la mashed? Crepe sujet? Well, what about a steak? The things you mentioned are all soft food. It saves wear and tear on knives and forks. Oh, yes. But they're not so good for your teeth. Why not? Well, all those soft, creamy foods, delicious though they may be, don't give our gums much exercise or stimulation. And firm gums help keep our teeth healthy, you know. Is that why so many dentists tell you to massage your gums? Why, surely. Listen to the facts. Seven out of ten dentists recommend gum massage, according to a nationwide survey. Not only that, but dentists themselves prefer Ipana toothpaste two to one over any other dentifrice for their own personal use. You see, Ipana is designed not only to clean your teeth, but with dental massage to aid in the health of your gums. So, friends, try Ipana and see what makes Ipana so popular with dentists themselves. See how Ipana and massage can help your gums. Help your smile to a brightness and loveliness you never thought possible. Try Ipana for your smile of beauty. Well, we understand that Alan Young has inherited the Brown Derby. We now find him at the office of the Van Nuys Gazette, where he has gone to give his story of his, his inheritance to the editor. What a pretty busy place it is. Pretty the editors hear my story. Hope Mr. Busby isn't too busy to see me. Come in. Come in. Come in! Uh, pardon me, Mr. Busby. Oh, I haven't got all day. I'm a busy man. You're all busy, Busby. Call me busy, Busby. Can't depend on anybody. Got to do everything myself. I'm not down to the city hall covering a news conference. I'm down at headquarters checking on the suspect. Well, what do you want? Yeah. yeah. Well, Mr. Busby, I came over here with a story for you. Uh, just a minute. Just a minute. I've got to use the phone. Hello. Hello. Get me a real life. Hello, rewrite. I've never seen such incompetence on a newspaper in my life. Utter confusion. We've got the stock quotations all mixed up with the comic strips. The stock quotations are all mixed up with the comic strips. Just look at it, man. He's crazy. You're selling at six and seven eights. <laughs> and look at the law fanatic. The bottom's dropped out. <laughs> Mr. Busby, I... Be with you in a minute, Annie. <laughs> Annie, look, Mr. Busby, cartoons only in the papers. In true life, you don't meet weird, funny-looking characters. Oh. Reminds me, i got to call my wife. <laughs> Mr. Bundy, i got to call my wife. Look, Mr. Bundy, I was listening to a radio program today that tries to link together missing relatives. Oh, well, who are you? I'm the missing link. I'm the, I'm the missing relative. Never miss relatives. Glad when they're gone. My brother-in-law used to live with us. Used to wear my suits all the time. Mr. Bud. Wore all my suits. One day he came into the office to see me. I thought I got to work late and fired myself. <laughs> Look, my great-grandfather died and I'm the missing heir. Missing heir, missing heir. I'll buy a toupee and nobody will notice it. <laughs> well, i got to make decisions for everybody. i got to make decisions for everybody. Look, Mr. Grandfather, my brown derby died and left me a missing buzzy. I was... <laughs> 
My great-grandfather died and left me a restaurant, the Brown Derby. Great story. I'll put it right in the morning edition. You sure you have the whole thing straight now? Positive, positive. Gee, that's swell. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. And don't forget to give my love to your wife. Charming woman, Mrs. Barbie. <laughs> Talking to him is like holding a conversation with a mixed master. Thomas to put the story in the papers. Ooh, I'd better get over to Laura's darling house and tell her the wonderful news. Oh, hello, Alan, honey. Come on in. Thanks, Dolores. Ah, make yourself comfortable. Uh, okay. Can I fix something for you? Thanks, but nothing's broken. I meant a drink, Alan. Can't I get you a drink? I'll have a Coke. A Coke? Oh, honey, I want to give you something that'll leave you breathless and make your eyes pop out. Oh, just drink it with a cap on. <laughs> I didn't expect to hear this evening. Well, Dolores, I have some wonderful news. What is it? Dolores, I've, I've inherited the Brown Derby. The Brown Derby? Why, Alan, you own one of the biggest restaurants in the world. My great-grandfather left it to me. I'm, I'm a big businessman now. <laughs> yes, and I'm so happy you're in a business, Alan. So am I, Dolores. After all, you know what it is that makes a man face the future with a smile. You know what it is that makes every man feel secure and unafraid. Suspenders? <laughs> well, Alan, now that you own the Brown Derby, you'll be seeing all the famous movie stars. Yes, I, I guess I will. Yes. You'll see Betty Grable and Hedy Lamarr and Lana Turner and... Oh, Alan, how can they resist you? You're so handsome and witty and irresistible. Oh, I am so. <laughs> I'll probably have to fight them off. You know. See, you're changing already. I do feel different. Now that I'm a man of means and influence, you're going to see a new Alan Young. Alan, why are you looking at me like that? Girl, come to me. Come to me. I must hold that hourglass figure. Alan! I must hold your hourglass figure. Come here. I'm going to hug you till your three minutes are up. Alan, I've never seen you like this before. Well, I've never been important before, but now I'm a man of authority. And I'm going to cover your wrists with burning kisses. Alan! And I'm going to put my burning lips against your wrists. <laughs> Sorry if I straightened out your groin curvex. <laughs> Gee, honey, Hubert is due here any minute, and I have a date with him. Oh, call off your date with Hubert up nice. You're coming along with me to the Brown Derby tonight to witness my inheritance. Oh, I'm so thrilled, Alan. I'd better go right up and get drinks. Well, I shall wait here below. <laughs> Now's my chance to lord it over Hubert. Wait, look, Dyke, here's what happened. Oh, I'm here, I'm here. Come gaze at man's answer to the shocking Miss Pilgrim. <laughs> oh, Mr. Updike, uh, no sense waiting for Miss Darling. She's going out with me this evening. What is this? <laughs> You heard me, Mr. Uptight. I'm, I'm taking Dolores to the Brown Derby. Oh, Mother, call up Rooney. He slipped me a Mickey Tunic. <laughs> the I just inherited the Brown Derby. The Brown Derby. <laughs> oh, this is dreadful. I won't let you open up. What can you do about it? I'll foreclose my mortgage on Hollywood. Mind <laughs> <laughs> your idle press. There's nothing you can do about it. My great-grandfather left me the Brown Derby in his will. And I'm taking over the management tonight. <laughs> Well, I'll put a stop to it, Alan. If you try to open that up that restaurant, I'll get all your waiters to desert you. I'll make them all go A W O. 
We up dogs never say L. Oh. <laughs> I'll do something about it, Alan. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, this is awful. Alan has inherited the broom doobie. Well, I'll fix his wagon somehow. Uh, pardon me. I was told that I could find Alan Young in that house. Is that true? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, good. You see, I'm supposed to present him with the brown derby. So you're the one. Oh, I'd punch you right in the nose if it weren't for one thing. So what's that? I'm such a big coward. <laughs> well, I haven't got time to argue. I've got to give Alan Young this big round box. Big round box? What's in that? The brown derby. The brown derby? Yes, I hope it fits. It's size seven and a quarter. The brown derby is just a hat. Oh, I haven't been so tickled since I put on my mink underwear. <laughs> oh, look, uh, look. Uh, I'm Alan's best friend. Uh, why don't you give the brown derby to me, and I'll give it to Alan. Well, thank you. Goodbye. Au revoir. <laughs> now the louse up Alan. I'll call up the brown derby and tell them a crazy millionaire named Alan Young will be there tonight. And then when he runs out of a big bill and can't pay it, I will get Dolores back. Oh, I'm such a villain. If I had a mustache... I would twirl it. Well, you were prepared to fix Alan, but good. I'd like to do a little fixing myself, but where it'll really do some good. If you're suffering from a cold right now, I'd like to fix you up with Minute Rub, a really modern chest rub. Because look, you don't have to suffer with the discomforts of that cold. Not if you'll let Minute Rub help you. Just rub Minute Rub on your throat, chest, and back. And in a minute, Minute Rub's soothing menthol vapors begin to clear that stuffed-up feeling in your nose and throat. In a minute, Minute Rub starts to bring a feeling of warmth and relief to those tight, sore, aching muscles. And listen. Here at last is a chest rub that's greaseless and stainless. Disappears like vanishing cream and can't stain clothes or bed linens. So get a tube of Minute Rub and get relief from that annoying cold misery the modern way. The greaseless, stainless, minute rub way. Well, tonight's the night that Alan Young inherits the Brown Derby. Of course, Alan thinks he's inheriting the famous restaurant. But we know all he's getting is an old hat, don't we? Let's join Alan and Dolores as they approach the Brown Derby. Well, just think, Dolores, at 10 o'clock tonight, this beautiful restaurant will be mine. Yes, Alan, and it's really changed. You always used to take me to dinner in a sweatshirt, and now look, you're wearing tails. No, my dear, same sweatshirt. I just loosened the lining. <laughs> I hope you like this evening gown I'm wearing. It's sleeveless, strapless, and backless. Do you like it, honey? Yes, my dear, but keeps my scotch tape handy. <laughs> you know, but come to Laura's, let's enter my restaurant. Oh, Alan, it makes me so proud walking into the Brown Derby and knowing that soon it'll belong to you. After you, Dolores. <laughs> Hello, yes, yes, this is the Brown Derby. This is the manager speaking. Oh, yes, Mr. Uptight. We're expecting your millionaire friend, Alan Young. We'll see to it that the Brown Derby is completely at his disposal. Yes, sir, we will. Yes. You're right, sir. All right, looks like the manager, Dolores. Ah, good evening. Welcome to the Brown Derby. Welcome to the Brown Derby. I must insist upon a more continental approach around here. Continental? Why, the Brown Derby is quite continental, sir. Would you care some excellent smorgasbord? Smorgasbord? I don't feel like Mexican food. (laughs) Sorry, fool me. Besides, I don't like the way you greet customers. I want a more European flavor in my restaurant. 
Yes, I want you to greet them in French. I'll show you what I mean with this couple that's coming in. Ah, bonsoir, monsieur. And Mrs. Stewart. <laughs> Would you care for a table a la king? <laughs> or perhaps rue de la paix with a pickle in the middle? <laughs> Just a moment, sir. What do you think you're doing? I know the way I want my restaurant run. My name is Alan Young. Doesn't that mean anything to you, ma'am? Oh, oh, you're Alan Young. Well, order anything you want. The brown derby is yours. That's better. <laughs> but I want you to be more careful with the service. Look at that olive. Its pimento is loose. <laughs> how can you permit an olive to be served with a loose pimento? Well, how can I keep an olive from losing its pimento? Zip up its de-doo-da. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to make plenty of changes around here, you bet you. Alan, why, why don't we sit down at a table? It's almost 10 o'clock. All right, Dolores. A waiter, a champagne for everybody in the restaurant, and put it on my bill. Oh, Alan, you're wonderful. You've never acted with such authority before. Mm, thank you, my dear. Oh, I was never so excited in my life. I've got butterflies in my stomach. Yeah? Yes. And you know why I have butterflies in my stomach? You went for a walk with your mouth open? <laughs> Alan, I'm, I'm excited because I'm near you. No, that's quite understandable. Oh, I like you this way, honey. Let me snuggle up to you. Snuggle up? Yes. Every time we go to a restaurant, all you ever do is count the people coming in. I, I won't count the people coming in tonight, Dolores. You won't? No. People going out. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I'd like to look at the menu here. Oh, look at the time, Alan. It's ten o'clock. Oh, at any moment now, I should come into possession of this brown derby. Oh, Alan. Oh, Dolores. Oh, Hubert Updike. Uh, won't, won't you join us, Hubert? Yes, 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 yes. Waiter, we have another dinner guest. Will you serve him, please? Why, certainly, sir. There are some excellent lamb chops, sir. The finest grade of meat one can buy. Now, shall I remove the patties for you? Oh, how vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> Hubert, I'm, I'm surprised to see you. What are you doing here? Well, it's 10 o'clock, Alan. I wanted to make sure you got possession of the brown derby. Well, uh, here you are, Alan. Hubert, why are you handing me a big round box? Open the box and you'll find out. Huh? Looks like a half. It's a... it's a brown derby. Yeah, that's what it is, Alan. That's the brown derby that your grandfather left you. Oh, what a sweet old man. Maybe you mean I don't own this place? Alan, what are you going to do? Here comes the manager with the check. I ordered champagne for everybody. That check will be enormous. Hubert, Hubert, you've got to help me out. I'm sorry, Alan. Hubert, how can you do this to a pal? I want to save your life. Remember the day you climbed up that tree to commit suicide? I didn't climb up to that tree to commit suicide. I just wanted to see the top of my wallet. <laughs> Hubert, Alan is in serious trouble. You've got to help him out. Well, I'll help him out on one condition, Dolores. What's that? Will you let me kiss the back of your neck? <laughs> All right, Hubert, I will. Let you sell yourself for me? Never. <laughs> Curses. She slipped through my fingers again. Well, pay that bill yourself, Alan. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, what are you going to do? Here's the manager. Uh, here's your bill, Mr. Young. $490. $490. That's right, Mr. Young. Yeah. Well, you see, I was depending on my inheritance, but pending. You mean you haven't got the money? All I got was an old hat. I guess everybody is leaving their money to Greater Garble. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, young man. You came in here posing as a millionaire. 
You've upset the restaurant. Run up a bill for $500. Now, what are you going to do about it? Well, a fellow on the radio said there was an inheritance with bagpipes, and he was going to tell me, I said that he couldn't, and I was, was going to. <laughs> Cigarettes? <laughs> Getting through this pile of dishes. 900. 901. 902. You need some more hot water. Would you turn on the hot water, Dolores? 903. <laughs> I guess Red Skelton didn't pay his bill either. <laughs> Alan Young will be back in just a moment. You know, men, it's a fact. When you look successful, it's easier to be successful. So watch your appearance, especially your hair. Rely on Vitalis and the 60-second workout, famous for these three big advantages. One, Vitalis keeps even the driest, most unruly hair under control in a natural, masculine way. Two, the Vitalis workout loosens your tight scalp, prevents dryness. Three, the Vitalis workout routes embarrassing loose dandruff. Helps retired excessive falling hair. Yes, better remember Vitalis. To look your best tomorrow, get a bottle of Vitalis tonight. The Alan Young Show is written by Al Schwartz and Sherwood Schwartz. The part of Hubert Upbank is played by Jim Backer. And if you have a half hour next Wednesday, listen to Duffy's Tavern over most of these stations. And here's Alan Young again. Thanks, Jimmy. Friends, during the week, please remember the two fine products that bring you this show. Ipana for the smile of beauty and Minute Rub, the modern chest rub. Ipana, Minute Rub. Until next weekend, this is Alan Young saying it's a Broadway movie picture. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company. Love to kick back with a Big Mac? Ain't nothing you wouldn't do for a sausage and egg McMuffin? Well, good news. You can now order McDonald's on Just Eat. Sausage and egg McMuffin served until 11 a.m. Big Mac served after 11 a.m. At participating McDonald's. Check out your Just Eat app to see if there's one near you. Delivery free applies. Get Sky Sports and Sports Extra. Half price for six months. Watch old rivals take on new competition in the Autumn Nations Cup live on Premier Sports. Last wonderful walk. Enjoy 12 exclusive international rugby clashes. Done it again. Yes, Sky Sports, BT Sports and Premier Sports all half price for six months. Oh, First, Sky Sports sale today. These sports customers only. Standard pricing applies after six months or cancelling one element of the bundle. Minimum term and further terms apply.